Oh, it is. Oh. I can't believe everybody showed up. How you doing? After the show, you and me. All right. Welcome to the I Love Monday show. I'm Mr. Monday, and I am here with the willing John Fury. How you doing? I just blew in from the coast, as a matter of fact. What coast was this? Revere Beach, Kelly's Extra Large Fucking Clam Play. That's my opener, and I'm sticking to it. You don't yeah. like it? Fuck off. <laughs> Hey, weren't you just away? Where were you? What were you I doing? I was away. I was Where in Rhode you? Island at the world premiere of the, the movie Vault that I was in with uh, Chaz Palminteri, uh, Don Johnson, uh, Theo Rossi, Clive Standen. It's about a famous heist that took place in the 70s where Raymond Patriarca himself organized the robbery of his own men's strong boxes. It's really a good movie, so. It was it's an inside there. job, then. It's an inside job, exactly, yeah. Now, Chaz Palmateri was... Chaz the, plays Raymond. He was the Bronx, the he guy in the Bronx exactly. tale for you people yeah. don't, who great. don't know. Very good, awesome. I could have saw you being in that movie. Mm. It been good. I should have played Raymond. <laughs> right? Don't you think I played Raymond? Everybody loves Raymond. I could have played Raymond. So you guys just saw a video from Saturday. It was at the Gay Pride Parade. It had a great Ooh. time. You were supposed to come with me. I couldn't didn't. because I was afraid of being, uh, you know, outed, shall we say. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, but we had a great time. Uh, Good. Everyone, everyone was so nice. Klusky, how much fun do we have? It was pretty cool. We went to the Bruins Parade like two weekends before, and, you know, it wasn't it wasn't as fun. Hello, this Frisco! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we should get an I Love Monday uh, float in for next year's event. I think so, too. Let's do it! And they we'll would party. love it. Listen, it's, I, it's everything's about pride and love. Right. Love is love. That's all it is. Yeah. We love Mondays. It goes hand in hand. Right? Yeah. yeah. I want to march. I want to lead the parade! Yeah. Sequence, all sequence, and we're in all sequence. But I'll tell you what, everyone there couldn't have been any nicer. Everyone was great. Yeah. P people were just terrific. And people had like it's a new like, era. They knew why they were there. It wasn't just a bunch of idiots out there screaming too. Like people like sat down and talked to us. It was pretty good. It wasn't just all gay people. It was people who were there supporting their kids who were well, you know gay. We you saw know. a couple mailmen too. There was a couple mailmen. There was a couple haters. A can lot a, of police. Can a mailman identify as a woman? Yeah. Yep. Depends, depends what's he, in the sack. It depends how he delivers. <laughs> it depends how he delivers. Would that be a female man? <laughs> we can go on and on with this one. Special delivery. <laughs> what about these Bruins? Last, I know Unbelievable. He doesn't watch sports, by the way. Really? Huh? Yeah. No. I, I went to the private playoff game. games. I don't watch regular season because what's the point of it? The Bruins playoffs have been outstanding, and you're missing out. It's very exciting. The Bruins took it to the brink, so we're coming back home right. to play Game 7 at the Garden it's Wednesday exciting. night. It's going to be nuts. Last night they kicked butt. Yeah. And you know what? It's, this could be three world championships in one year. I don't know if any city's ever done that before. I don't think it's ever happened. I don't think so. Three. I plan on leaping Rome. off the I balcony. Think Rome did that. I'm going to the game. You are? Yeah. Where are you sitting? And I'm going to leap off the fucking balcony between periods <laughs> just to bring attention to myself. <laughs> and then I'm going to leap. I guess there's uh, like a whole controversy with the referees. Like they're just looking they're the other the way and stuff. On the table. Well, well for right. game six, I uh, know game five, there was, a, there was a controversy about that. But I mean, whatever. I know a guy who knows a guy. It's a cliche, but it's true. The referee got duped. Really? Probably. Yeah. Fixed. Fixed. I feel like that the Bruins play better on the road than they do at home, so I'm not. So does the other team, though. They're nine and three. That's on the road. right. So we don't. Do we want to be at home against these is guys? Is it true that all the referees are just failed figure skaters? Is that real? I think it's true. A lot of them ex like college hockey players, Klusky, yeah. Just so uh, you know. I mean, nice try. Oh Jeez. yeah, they could. You don't like the sports at all? Talent, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Um, That's all right. How about this other lousy situation we heard about? David Ortiz yeah, got shot in the Dominican Very Republic. Unfortunate. Where is that? Between the hip and the torso? 
Yes, he got shot in the back and went through his back into his through his yeah. stomach. Right? Not a very good hit, man. I will say this. I'm glad David Ortiz seems to be recovering. But if you're ever gonna off a guy like that, you got to put two in the hat. <laughs> this way, there's no ifs, ands, and buts, and you just really, really plan your escape route. <laughs> the guy obviously wasn't a fan of baseball. Everybody he had, knows he, David he had his helmet on. It wasn't going to shoot him in the head. But nonetheless, I'm sorry to see it happen. No, that's a lot. That's Horrible. like that's like shooting God. Terrible. Terrible. But he's. I guess he's getting transported back to Boston. So yeah, they have him under sedation. I'm going to go visit him. As a matter of fact, Friday. Eagle Absolute Air. Ruins. I think is flying him in. I'm not sure. <laughs> David well, called me today from we, ICU. We hope Big Poppy yeah. recovers. We love that guy. He's an icon. One of the greatest athletes in Boston yeah. history. I put yeah. him right up there with Bird. With Tom Brady, I mean, the guy's a god. Hey, designated hitter. <laughs> I mean, that you know, that that argument will hit the ball, swing the ball. I could have been if I do that, I could have been a designated hitter. He wasn't a bad. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't a bad first baseman. They just wasn't as good. They don't as, let him play now. They sure don't play. He's the most clutch player in the in the history nah, of baseball. Great. Everybody, I'm, I feel bad. The guy that tried Horrible. to kill him was a designated hitter. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of hitman is this though? Not a good one. He got a beating. They yeah. gave him a beating. What do you think was going to happen? He's going to do that and walk away? Yeah, nice nice move, buddy. <laughs> you idiot. I don't know. I don't know what the climate is down there. Kluski, who's Miss Monday? Miss Monday this week is Samantha Robshaw. She lives in Providence, and she owns a photography company that specializes in wedding events and fashion. She loves being creative, and she loves Mondays. This week, Miss Monday is brought to you by Vesuvius, located at 2 Paradise Road in Salem, Call 978-594-8886 for the best pizza, pasta, and sandwiches around. I shoveled four of these in my mouth before we started the show. The pizza nice. is delicious. delicious. I mean, great. Vesuvius does a great job. And, uh, you know, Miss Monday, she's a sweetheart. And yeah. She was a photographer at, at uh, the uh, Men's Magazine. Was she? Yeah. yeah. Boston oh, right. Man! Boston the man. Boston Man! Yep. Yeah. Yep. What is a Boston man? We met man? her there. She's like, she wears a hat. She's unassuming. A bad man. Doesn't get dressed up, but then look at her with her hair down and everything. She's never beautiful. know. He gets a Boston woman, Samantha Ross. Are you a Boston man, McCluskey? Uh, from the waist to the knees. All right. That's good. All right. Let's go right it. Let's go right it to shoot the shit. Automatic door on a high-end Jaguar cuts off a Florida's man's thumb. <laughs> Theodore Levy, who's 81 years old, said he was getting out of the driver's side of his Jaguar XJLR and 40. Who cares how many letters you have in your car? It, in, uh, he was this back in August, and he has a soft close automatic door. So it's one of those doors where you have closed it, the car senses you're trying to close the door, and then it auto shuts it. Well, it clamps down on his thumb, ripping it all off except for a section of flesh. He had to have somebody else pry the door open so he could get it out. And now he's suing the company at 81 years old because he's saying it's a it's a default in the manufacturer. I mean, if he was 61, do you think this would have happened? No. How many other people did it happen to? Right. I'm just surprised that an 81-year-old's trying to drive like a fucking what he, car. Yeah, would he save up all his life for Jaguar? First day out, he gets his fucking thumb stuck in it? Yeah. Cut off? Yeah. What am I supposed to do about it? I don't know. Go fuck yourself. It's too bad. <laughs> he should have got a nice grand marquee like all the other 80-year-olds. He refuses to use a cane, and he was leaning on his expensive sports car, and he cut his thumb off. Probably showing off to the broads. You know, the 75-year-olds. How good could your dick work at 81? <laughs> Say, hey, baby, look at me and my jack. <laughs> the smartest thing they did, though, was put it on ice. Because I, one time, on a construction job, one of my, really? guys, one of my guys called yeah. me. This is no BS. He goes, oh, senor, I go to the hospital. I cut my, my thumb. I said, all right, you got to get some stitches. You're okay. I don't feel good. And then he hung up, and I didn't hear from him. About six hours later, I get a phone call. Um, from the hospital, they're like, can you go back to the job and find your worker's thumb? <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, are you kidding me? What do you mean? So I rushed, I got, a, I got some ice and I went back, I found the you thumb. Saved it. 
We wouldn't save it. We tried. It was six hours later. I thought a bird would, would ate the thing or something. That's but what they did. They found... It was uh, like still there. It was like... Well, they, they couldn't throw it back on. Yeah. Well, they found the guy's penis. Remember the chick cut off the penis? Yeah. Who, Bob it? Yeah, they found it on the road. Hours later, was walking down the fucking road by itself. Somebody grabbed it. They put it back on. Oh. You know that, right? No. They reattached yeah. the penis hours later. She threw it in the, the field and John Wayne Bobbitt. Oh. <laughs> she lopped off his banana, right? <laughs> threw it out the fucking window. Lopped off. Drove away the guy. Whatever happened to him, you, the you, penis was crawling along the road. You know, I, I, I don't know. But they rescued the penis, reattached the penis, and it worked. Maybe he's, he took Viagra during now. the day. He, he did porn movies after. Frankenweiner. Did he have a ska? I don't know. I didn't. I don't know. But this guy only lost his thumb. Yeah, but my head's usually past it in the video, so you don't see it. Well, anyway, it's very unfortunate, isn't it? Okay. Woman reveals. <laughs> woman reveals her coworker made her bake her a birthday cake, and threatened to report her to HR if she refused to. Woman living in Tokyo threatened to. This is basic. I'm gonna. This is the gist of it. Okay. Some somebody made a cake for her office. She's like a talented cake maker. Yeah, the, look at that. It's the a text guy she's here. been working with for a long time, and she just wanted to show, like, you know, I like you. She made him a cake. Someone else in the office said, "My birthday is next week. I also want a cake, and you will make it for me." And this person was like, "No, I'm not doing that." It went back and forth through text until the the person who was insisting just kind of embarrassed themselves. The person who refused to do it threw all the texts online, and then the the cake demander went to HR and is trying to get this woman fired for not. Forcibly being a caker. A what cake kind of maker. cakes do people eat in Japan? Ice cream cakes, chocolate cakes, or yellow cake? <laughs> Is that what kind of cake? Was a yellow cake? Or? I was uh, it a bunt cake? I, I have. I have, I have two cake. conflicting. Bunt. Yeah, <laughs> I have two cake. conflicting bunts. It's a DT. Yeah. B How about these people who hide behind HR? I don't like that. Who's HR? These people you, that hide. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, do you no. want those people in your foxhole? No. You wait for those people. You lie and wait after work in the parking lot. Then you fucking club them. Yeah. So you go to HR behind my back? Okay. That's all right. I'll see you later. Then you hide and wait. You get your revenge. What? What? The, the person the person that goes and runs to HR for something as simple as, like, not having a cake made for them. Like, it, it's screwed up that the company can't fire that person. Right. You know what I said? A person like that, I said, I don't make cakes for you. Fuck you. See. <laughs> make fun cakes for you, bitch. I personally think that this woman in Tokyo handled this wrong. You said a high voice. <laughs> I would have baked a cake. I would have baked Duncan Hines to get this, out of here. I would have baked this cents. woman's last cake. <laughs> this woman would never have cake again, and her kids would probably need to find a she new source of a, income. Should have got it mushed in her face. Why you never went home to your wife and said, "Hey, come here." Bake me a fucking cake now. <laughs> you come home at three in the morning drunk. Make me a cake. <laughs> You've never done that? I haven't either. Right. <laughs> Nicotine in e-cigarettes, not tobacco, strips lungs of their ability to fight off illness and causes smoker's cough. Researchers found that nicotine hampers the airway's ability to clear mucus, making them weak. Mucus clearing is the key to keeping lungs strong enough to like fend off disease. You have to get the mucus out of there. It's, it's bad shit. So e-cigarettes having more nicotine in them are weakening that same tube quicker. So we're basically trying to stop ourselves from dying, and we're increasing it by using these little electric suck wands. It's all backfiring, isn't it? I mean, they talk about researchers. Reach, everyone researches. You know that smoke is no good for you. You smoke weed. You smoke cigarettes. You smoke cigars. E-cigarettes, vape, it's no good for you. So what are you saying? You can't hawk a nice clam? 
I'm saying it's all getting restricted. I get people coughing over here, I'll smoking stuff in, you can't go. in the crowd. I'm saying well, it's duct, metal. Duct tape it to a banister and sit on it. That's the way, right way to get it into your system. You know what to do? You smoke camel cigarettes, no filter. Smoke as many as you want. Yeah, because the filters will kill you. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with smoking camels. Right. I started smoking at seven. I'm up to about three and a half packs a day. I've been smoking for 57 years. Camels live a long time. I feel time. great. How many miles you run a day? Five. Yeah. No, See, it's like nothing. You'd probably run ten if you didn't smoke. I'm 79 years old. <laughs> <laughs> do people smoke pipes? I remember the old. Oh, I love a guy with smell? a fucking pipe. <laughs> Did you, Carlo, when you were in high school, did you guys smoke cigarettes in gym? Oh, um, in, in, no, in the men's room, boys' room. Would you guys get you that time? Yeah. yeah. Do kids still do that today? Can kids smoke in the You guys just smoke room? cigarettes fucking jogging. Yeah. And then he runs. Kaya Skremsky used to smoke in the dugout. In the dugout. Earl Weaver, they all smoked. Earl Weaver, they all did. Yeah. Smoking's cool, it's for men. But the pipes were great. <laughs> <laughs> you never see a guy, I saw a guy with a pipe the other day. He was an iconoclast. He had a fucking turtleneck on him, like the, uh, <laughs> you know, the Ray-Ban black rims. He's going for a whole look. Really? He was at a red light. I was littering, throwing out scratch tickets and dumping my ashtray in Cambridge. <laughs> Didn't go over too well. But there was a guy in a fucking pipe. It looked great. It was kind of a cool look. I, I don't know if it's true. I, somebody told me that like when women started smoking, they were then able to start being smart enough to work in offices and stuff. Is that real? Yeah. My mother smoked. Depends what kind of smoking you do. My mother smoked with me when she was pregnant with me. They all did. They didn't believe any of that crap. They yeah. just started. Who knew then? Nobody knew. <laughs> I think we know now after listening to us. The honeymoon is over. Newlyweds arrested en route to their dream vacation. Ioana Estrada and Samir, I don't know how to pronounce that last name. Let's try Let's give it a shot. Aristaza Bala. couple. Yeah. They're arrested Wednesday at uh, a Medellin airport. They were going on a honeymoon, and he didn't tell his wife that he was smuggling 1,800 grams of cocaine in her luggage until, like, right before they got to the claim part. And then he told her she freaked out and turned to her own husband-to-be in. Smuggling well, coke on a plane is almost as dumb as people who smoke, if you think about it. Right? Who smuggles coke on a plane? But they were in Medellin. That's Pablo Escobar territory. He had a perfectly good yeah, vagina even to worse. smuggle it in, and he didn't right. use it. You I mean, got you have to include the woman in the plan. You can shove half on one side and half up the other yeah, side. Yeah, he could take a couple grams. Come on. They'll, you can't take a key they up They look there? like the couple out of Pulp Fiction. Look at them. <laughs> Natural born. Anybody oh, move? This and, is a and she dimed him out. Right. What would you do? If doomed. You, it's what if a your doomed wife romance. That? What if she did that to you, your wife? I'd slice her throat right in the tarmac. <laughs> 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 you're already going to jail in for freaking 100 years for cocaine. You might as well stab her to death. Only because yeah. you're in Colombia? Or would you do that in the States? Everywhere. Anywhere. You die me. You're going to jail for 100 years with that. Kill her. <laughs> At least have a good story going to the clink, right? She died me out, so what did you do? I slit her throat. What do you think I did? I got my pride flag here. And you're we talking about slicing people's throats. John, do you think you could slit her throat and get have time for a Cinnabon before the police grab you? <laughs> you're going to do that fast slit. <laughs> and the person was like this for 10 minutes. They don't know their throat slit. And then they finally go... And that's how you do it. <laughs> By then, you are at fucking Cine Bun. <laughs> 2,000 women ditch their clothes for an annual strip and dip cancer charity swim. Oh! Around 1,800 women of all ages have bared all on a beach in Ireland to help fight against cancer. Uh, participants stripped off all their clothes. It was a kind of secluded beach. Not them. And this is the seventh year that they've done this charity. <laughs> them? And they've raised over 700,000 euro. 
Would you guys be interested in maybe doing a Monday live shoot there? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I do have to warn you, this is in Ireland, so the oh. gravity works different over there. Their titties seem to like migrate towards the armpit more. It's, it's, <laughs> I just want to be warning you guys. Do they shave under their armpits over there? They do, but you can still see the red bumps. It makes you scared. This is horrible. You see this crowd here? Uh. What they should have done is have them go into Normandy first. Mow all them fat bitches down and the soldiers sneak up behind them. <laughs> they would have made it to the cliff. I think it would have worked out beautifully. I, I, I think we should do a fundraiser. Storm the beaches. I love Monday Normandy. fundraiser. At the beach, like the Revere Beach. Nice! Beach. I love Revere Beach. I think we should do yeah. a fundraiser down there. Why don't we? At the bandstand. <laughs> I mean, it's for a great cause. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Damn. Although, I don't know if, if fighting cancer, the best way to do that is by taking all your clothes off and going in the sun. I think that might be kind of a bad way to fight cancer. I don't think they're worried about hey, that you know, cancer. I'm sure they thought of it. Some of those people are scary looking. Look at the backside. That's what I'm saying. I why they can't go in the used... sun for 11 seconds without getting cancer. God. Look how white they are. That's disgusting. Look, Look at, the, at the asses on them. Look at the rumpa. That's what I'm saying. They should have been sent in first as cannon fodder. Is it? <laughs> then the fucking boats could have come up from behind. What about all the girls with the red hair in the front? Then you scale the cliff nice. Who are they? Who are the girls with the red hair in the front? Those are wigs? I think those are swimming caps. Those are men. Girl, oh, uh, like Irish girls me. have orange nipples <laughs> and green pubic hair. That's where they got the flag. Teeth? Teeth are optional. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, we're going to take a quick break. Check out our brand new prank. Um, it's pretty funny. And we're right back with Klusky and Fury. Yeah! Monday! Hello? Hello? Hey, Yes, sir? How you doing, buddy? I, I, I met you in Florida one time. And uh, you, 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 you can finance construction companies? Okay, sir, who are you? Huh? My name's Pete. My name's Pete. I got a construct. I got a construction company down in Florida, and I, I met you one time at a networking event. And I always kept your numbers. A couple of years ago, you're in the banking industry. You're kind of a sharp guy, real shoppy. Okay. And I want to try to get some money for a big project I got going down here. Eighteen units for lesbians. Eighteen unit lesbian project. Oh yeah, that's big down here. The tax breaks unbelievable. But it, but it, but listen, it's got to do. It's green lesbians. Because I know you're going green. Okay, so. Um, I mean, can you get me some kind of funding? I mean, can you get eight million? I'm right in the middle of something. Why don't you give me a call in a couple of days? Why a couple of days? What? The, listen, money doesn't sleep, buddy. And you got to strike when the iron's hot. You told me something like that. And now you're brushing me off. I got like four things going now, pal. Oh, big deal, four things. I got 24 things, you f***ing low life. <laughs> I know you're a huge, you're a huge basketball fan. Oh. Game six tonight, Bill the NBA Russell, Finals. Havlet, oh, they, they don't play anymore? No, those guys I are retired. I don't follow it then. No, I'm kind of out of the loop with basketball. Toronto is actually the game's in Toronto. The Warriors are playing Toronto, yeah. and they could they could win at home. That'd be good. I'd like to see a new team win. Yeah, and they get this guy Kawhi, who's unreal. Who Kawhi? Yeah, 
Kwai. Bridge over the river Kwai. He's named after a fruit or something. But uh, <laughs> have you heard this guy's laugh? Do we have a tape of this guy's laugh? Because it's like cra like the craziest. Of his laugh? Yeah. Kwai? It's I'm funny. a fun guy. Uh, obviously, I love the game of basketball. Um, I mean, it's just more questions you have to ask me um, in order for me to tell you about myself. I just can't give you a whole spiel. <laughs> I don't even know where you're sitting at. Like. <laughs> nice. Great laugh. I may be a loser. I may be a total loser, but at least I laugh normal. <laughs> Does he seem dumb to anybody else? Is he kind of dumb? Um, I don't think so. He seems like a pretty bright guy, as far as I'm concerned. All he's got to do is bounce the ball. <laughs> I mean, that's all he has to really do. He has do. to bounce, he has to pass, he has to shoot. He knows how to bounce a ball. He's nine feet tall. Yeah. He's all set. Yeah. <laughs> he's the tallest man in the world. Did you know that? <laughs> he probably is. He's yeah. right up there. Did God, you know, why was I born so short and stubby? No, did you know why? how tall Kawhi Kawhi's like eight foot three. No. Yeah, he's the tallest guy in the NBA. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. Eight foot three. I thought you knew this. I don't think any person could be eight foot three. They make humans like that now? <laughs> I mean, what, do we, what do we got next, Klaus? What's on the board here? Well, Mr. Monday, the other day was the 75th anniversary of D-Day. You know, there's so many unsung heroes that fight for America. I want to play a quick game with you guys where I show you a quick photo of someone that was in the service. And if I give you a few clues, we want to see if you can guess who the great American was. What does D and D-Day stand for? You don't want me to guess. I think I think that it, what I think it stands for is Dwight, because Dwight Eisenhower was the president at the time. It's a good theory. What do you think? Ah. What do you think? Ah. I don't know. I'm just curious. I didn't realize we didn't know. No, we don't know. No, I haven't heard anyone here tell me it. Huh? Yet. I wouldn't know. I was. I was. A Some people say it stands for day, but they got it's D day. What is it? Day day. Day day. day. Yeah. Day day. It, what was it? That was Norm. They invaded Normandy, right? Yeah. And that was to liberate Western Europe, I think? Yes. Right? To so go into France and so, so wait a minute. move toward Berlin. So they were like, we're going to go ahead with this plan. Most of you are going to die. It's called D-Day. And I'm not telling you what the D stands for. <laughs> we should have sent all those girls in first. We should have sent them in first. The Germans would have used all their ammo. We don't even know one knows what D stands right? for. Yeah. Hey, uh, the Americanos go in. Operation... 53 and uh <laughs> yeah go ahead tell us that's crazy <laughs> what is it uh this one this 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 next one's for fury this guy was born in arkansas he was arrested seven times in smoke like a chimney he was famous for just being i already know you know who it is you want to continue you can continue <laughs> who is this great american it's johnny cash that's johnny cash the singer yeah wow he looks yeah he kind of looks the same little <laughs> <laughs> Drugs and alcohol caught up to him. Well, sort of the resemblance. Uh, that's incorrect. The what a crooked face he's got. A boy named Sue. He took a couple of haymakers. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, he had a rough couple of years there. Yeah. Yeah. He's a hell of a drug. Looks like he was in a war recently. <laughs> he was a freaking D-Day. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Mr. Monday, you want one? Sure. This next guy is a martial artist that started while in the Marines stationed in South Korea. After the service, he started learning more about fighting, and he hasn't lost a fight since 1968. He once taught Steve McQueen karate in Return McQueen. <laughs> he helped to steer him towards acting, and then Carlo, are you going to be able to identify who this? I can only I can tell is? who it is by the chompers. It's Chuck Norris. Ooh. Wow, that's but a good what, what one, makes man. Him, all right, 
people go in the service and they be I nice mean, wig. Does, does that make someone a great American because they go in the service? I think he excelled at it though. Right? <laughs> he's got a nice I don't know. I'm not sure if he did, but he's a great actor. He, he, didn't he fight Bruce Lee? Not when he was in the service. The that was after the service. Listen, when he was in the service, I mean, a lot of people were supposed to, are supposed to go to jail and they join the service. Didn't right. that happen when yeah, you were growing yeah. up? I went to Nam that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. I don't like to talk about it, but I had to. I'm not knocking the soldier. I think every soldier is incredible and everyone who goes to the service is great, but people say great, make everyone a great American. What makes them a great American? I'm just asking you guys. I don't Walker, know. Texas Ranger. Uh, can I, I can keep going. Total gym? Yeah. Station USA! You, you know how many people... <laughs> Delta Force with Lee Marvin! And I'm a huge fan of Chuck Norris. He's great. He's a handsome man. <laughs> I think he wears a wig, though. I, that I don't like. Is that a wig? That's just a floppy do. It's not Italian head That's like you. That's a tough do, man. What's the next one? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Fury, this guy has been very influential in relieving stress for many men like yourself over the years. He was a veteran of World War II, and he's credited with being an influential part of changing the face of America. In 1953, he pulled 45 investors, uh, eight grand apiece, to start his business, which went on to become a multi-billion dollar industry. Who is this great American? I'm a little baffled at the moment. How about a little hint, no? Um, it rhymes with... I have no idea. <laughs> Do you know, well, you know who it is. I have no idea. It's not in front of me. I think I know who it is. I might have to defer. I sadly don't know who it is. Hugh Hefner. It does look like Hugh Hefner. Survey says Hugh Hefner. Oh! Awesome. I didn't recognize him without a pussy. I got chipped off before the show. <laughs> That's why I let you have it. I don't want to have all the right answers. <laughs> Usually he has a bathrobe and a vagina on, so it was tough to recognize him. <laughs> Do the last wow. one is for Mr. Monday. Imagine this guy, what he did. Oh, yeah. He died like a bum. Yeah. <laughs> the friggin' ants in the bed. The friggin' smoking jacket still on. That dirty smoking jacket he wore for 100 years, never changed it. <laughs> Come down the fucking stairway, tie on the sash, go get the fuck out of here. Didn't you go in the Playboy? You were at the nah, Playboy. I was never there, no, no, no. I know a guy went to get the VD. What? <laughs> <laughs> he got the VD over there. The mansion? Yeah. He got the VD. Yeah, that's Playboy. He didn't mansion. catch it, he got it. <laughs> off that dirty robe. It leapt right off the fucking robe. <laughs> is there any way his vagina, I mean, it is I heard venereal disease has an awful smell. That's what they say. Did you see the new condom that they have out, which changes color upon contact of a venereal disease? It goes, woo, woo, It changes color. Woo. What color is yours? <laughs> uh, it starts out red, turns green, and then it's just a blinking thing that says, rush to the hospital. <laughs> How long has this one been out? Uh, I have no. What do you, you would think they'd come that? up with something. How about if the condom no, is treated with medication? Thing. When it goes in, it kills everything on site. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Just penicillin, fuck we everybody, invent that. right? <laughs> do you think you have? Is that was, KY or was he using condoms, Hugh? I didn't have that many kids. How did he die? Like a dirty worm in the bed <laughs> with a fucking robe, with a belt of the robe around his neck. When, when I have sex, I treat the vagina like a fresh tattoo. I just <laughs> cover it in bacitracin and put a paper towel on it when I'm done. All them young chickadees that he was with, right? When He's, they saw him in the bed in the final days, they went, see ya. He started off in like an office the size of a closet, and then look what he built. I mean, yeah. you got to give him some credit. No, he, he did do that. We, you know, what? We, we should do that. We're trying to do that. <laughs> you know what it is? All us guys here, we know what it's like to be back in primitive ages when a magazine was everything to a young boy growing up, wasn't it? Right now, yeah. things are different. Couldn't Maybe. even open the pages. It was so stuck together. Remember those days? Maybe yeah, because of the humidity. Our the humidity was terrible. Yes. That was before dehumidifiers. 
<laughs> but you go in there, make sure mom and dad are all tucked in. You looked around, grab that Playboy book. Imagine the Me Too movement at the Playboy Mansion <laughs> in 1978. Jesus. Have you guys ever looked at a Playgirl? Yeah, By accident. Reynolds. By accident. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By accident. I What's the next one, Cluster? Uh, it's Burt Reynolds. It's a picture of his cock. Uh, <laughs> the last one is for Mr. Monday. This guy was born and raised in East Boston. Shortly after graduating in February of 1945, he joined the U.S. Army during World War II, and he served until February of 1947. He was a corporal. And after his service, he served you know, 42 years for the Postal Service after that. So he just kept giving. Do you know who this blurry man who is? Who is that guy? Who do you think that guy is? He's a handsome bastard, I'll say that. That's my father. That's my dad. Is it? Yeah. He was, in, he was in World War II. He was in, like he was in Hiroshima. Was he really? Yeah. He was there right after the uh, bomb was dropped. He, wow. Really? He got there. Yep. He said all he saw was foundations. That's amazing. That was it. Everything was blown to the ground. Yeah. yeah. He was a humble guy, you know? That's great. That's a classic GI look of that era, right? Yeah. That's in Japan. Great look, man. Genie. Yeah. Uh, great stuff, Klusky. All right. We're going to take a quick break. I love Monday. Great weather this weekend. Tremendous. I think I'll go sailing. What? <laughs> yeah, I think I may circumnavigate the fucking globe with my sailboat and a fucking bathtub with a sail on it. Magellan it. <laughs> no, I don't go anywhere. I look out the window. What, what, do you, I do for, <laughs> what do you do during the good weather? I look out the fucking window. Like this. What, in your house? Yeah. <laughs> Car going by. Who the fuck's that? What do they want here? <laughs> It's a dead-end street. I don't recognize it. That's what I do for fun. You're one of those crazy Italians who sits yeah. at his window yeah. and just looks out at like All behind, day. Are you six, seven the hours shades, a day. The Sometimes I'm out of this. <laughs> Any salesman or fucking Jehovah Witness anything like that, they get fucking hot water like this on them. They don't come back. Right? Ah, fucking, I don't care. Out. They try to convert me to fucking Jehovah. <laughs> they interrupted my fucking window time. <laughs> But it was something to do that day. I was like this. I go, what the fuck have we here? <laughs> right away you could tell by the attire. I think they get I mean, out with a fucking briefcase in the middle of the day like this. I go, they're ringing the bell. <laughs> <laughs> they're ringing hot water. <laughs> Who is it? Everybody has a crazy relative like this. And you have, you have that crazy relative in your family? Nah, it's really, I'm really channeling my grandmother. Actually, I am going fucking sailing. My grandmother did that. Oh, shit. Which is great. She put hot water on more salesmen. They never came back, though. What's the rule on that now? They probably protect the salespeople, right? Yeah, you can't throw rocks Or even like a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, so... <laughs> Someone walks in your property and does something wrong, and you whack them, you're in trouble. Yeah. yeah, one time a guy broke into my place, I shot him, I killed him. They tried to arrest me. <laughs> <laughs> but I got off, though. Whose gun was it? Well, it was mine. It was registered. He broke into my friggin' domicile. <laughs> this is my fucking domicile. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're in my fucking house. I like inviting the Jehovah Witnesses Reach in the and sky, then chasing fucker. them around my house. You know, the Jehovah Witnesses, they never quit. Oh, no. You tell them to leave. You they swear to them. No they keep coming back and back. Do what I do. I pull my penis out and start screaming German. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go like this. How do you like this, huh? They still talk. Yeah. You go, well, sir, if you found Jehovah, you wouldn't feel the need to whip out your cock. Oh, <laughs> let's talk about that. <laughs> 
Kleske, I heard you have something quick to run through. What do we got? Well, as you know, uh, based on the media coverage and the aching pain in your butt, it's Gay Pride Month. Everyone out there is loving every minute of it. And here at the Monday Show, we support you no matter what you are. Tonight's hosts aren't gay, but we're going to see how they might handle things if they were, because we've been trying to open ourselves up a little bit. A little bit. In a game that we like to call Hypothetical Homosexual. Okay? Yeah. (laughs) The first one is from Mr. Monday. Uh, This one is, this guy's known for his big hands. He's great on both ends, and he's got an infectious laugh. The other is known for soft features, silky smooth moves, and quick release. Carlo, hypothetically, who are you picking? I've got to go without the big hands. I mean, if it's going to be with me, he needs big hands. Yeah, who wants a quick release? (laughs) First of all. But he's the best player in the league, so, you know. Ball handler. And I think tonight tonight he's going to win it for his team and be the MVP of the series. So, yeah, he's my guy. That's fine. Kawhi. I get it. Triple double in the back of the throat. Let's let's do Kawhi. The next one is for John. These guys are two of Hollywood's best and ugliest <laughs> actors. But we know that beauty is in everything, and on the surface, you know, it's, it's, it's what's underneath that really matters. John, if you had to be held up in a French hotel in a bathrobe for a week, which guy would you want to be taking? Oh, man, that's a tough choice, isn't it? Don't you know the guy on the left? Weren't I feel you, like there's a Soprano alumni. And I'll tell you, he's downright handsome next to Willem Dafoe. Buscemi was a fireman. Right. That helps. So I'm going to pass on. I think I'll go with Dafoe because he's got the big wide mouth. Yeah. <laughs> he, could, he, could, he could do a lot of. He was hot stuff. in Platoon. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He can eat a lot. I kept thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Look All at right. the choppers on him. I like to All fucking right, hit him good. a right hand and knock him out. Mister, uh, You know what? It, t- Steve Buscemi was known as Mr. Pink. That's uh, right. Yeah. But the voice with him, if I was with him in the hotel all weekend with that voice. That's, fu- that's a good point. Take it. And in Fargo, there would be an extra hole in his face you could have sex with. <laughs> Mr. Monday, the next one coming up, we got one who's an icon with six rings in a model set of good looks. The other is a blue-collar warrior with championships <laughs> looking for two, Brady or Bergeron. You know, typically I'd go for Brady because he's, you know. Everybody wants to bang Brady. You know what I mean? I typically would go for him, but... Wednesday night, if Bergeron and the Bruins win it, I'll scream Bergie all night oh, long. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> I okay? I don't care. Bergie will drink beers with you, then give you a rub down. See, yeah, I feel Brady. too precious. I want him to whack me with a stick. Yeah, right up. Yeah. With no clothes on, give me a beating with your stick. Just beat the fuck out of you with the stick. <laughs> I'd go Brady. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> Make Brady. sure it's got a good, the perfect curve to it for a freaking snapper. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, now you're talking. Speak French. <laughs> oh, yeah, French Canadian is, is really sexy. I heard, oh, it's awesome. I heard, Montreal, I heard Montreal's unbelievable. Yeah, the you guys, are, I mean, the women, they're good. Yeah, no, I've been up there years ago, yeah. I got arrested. Are you banned from there? I got arrested for carrying a pot stick across the border. Did three nights in a Canadian jail. Pot stick? Pot. We could get a stick back in the 70s. You call it a stick, not a joint? Well, so, well whatever. Joint yeah. stick, whatever. Yeah. Was, I just try. This is the word I chose <laughs> in this moment. A stick. <laughs> Got fucking jammed in a Montreal jail three nights. Really? I had to call fucking customs. Did you have hey. a roommate? I called the fucking embassy. Yeah, no roommate. No, no roommate? No. No. But no, what's the next one? <laughs> <laughs> I just picture fucking Tom Brady and him looking over his shoulder and going, go for two. 
<laughs> I'm down with Brady. I'll never the last have to one, make him again. John, this one's this one's for you, and I, I think this is an easy one. Both of these are cinematic characters that were known for their toughness and warrior mentality. Oh, this is easy. Not that you're gay, but hypothetically, who would you choose? Mel Gibson and Braveheart, Friggin or Robert De Niro and Raging Bull? Mel all day. No, I'll go with fucking Mel on a cruise across the world. Why? Because you because De Niro might punch. I turned shit on you. De Niro. I used to like him. I don't like his anti-political uh, statements he's been making. I'm done with him. Really? Yeah. I'll never pleasure myself to him again. <laughs> I'll never imagine him in any way, shape, or form again. You wouldn't want to meet his parents? No, I would not. <laughs> I want to go with Mel because he's a crazy bastard. He is a nut. He's been arrested a few times. Like he you. He says he doesn't drink, but I know he does. He's cool. You're <laughs> mad. He's with he the rehab thing. and still drinks. <laughs> That's what I like, small strengths. You guys have a lot of similarities, yeah, you and he. Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> He's got about 12 kids. <laughs> Think he cares? He goes like this, kid, what? Kid? Yeah. You got a kid? How about you? How much? Kid? My kid? Yeah. <laughs> That's how, that's how phase it is. <laughs> See, that's what the rappers are doing. Yeah, we didn't go. understand that in the video. You're like this. You make it rain. Remember <laughs> old timers used to go like this? Yeah. You don't see that anymore, do you? When's the last time you saw a guy? They went the thing and they count the money. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's so true. <laughs> <laughs> the big tongue like that. I'm like. <laughs> what? I'm like. Right? <laughs> they did. He's a car dragon. Like this. They, oh, they look at you. Like this, like, yeah. They're counting the money. Yeah, unbelievable. Some of them like slow motion going. <laughs> <laughs> we could have Russo do that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that move. I'm going to start bringing it back. We got buying some, Luckies. We have some play money Get back to Luckies. What Come about on. the elastic around the money? <laughs> Those are the same guys with the elastic around the money. <laughs> yeah, 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 big thing. Instead of going like this transaction, now you go, how much? <laughs> Fucking elastic. <laughs> <laughs> People behind you go, what the fuck's this guy doing? <laughs> right, they're all lined up. They got cards in and out. You're like, how much? Now do him trying to do Venmo. dollars. <laughs> do him trying to do Venmo now. <laughs> oh, they go Venmo. <laughs> it's all on the phone. It's all like this. I like that move. I'm bringing that back. I'm, I almost forgot about that. It's a, tr it's a good move. It's also. a classic. Look at him. All out of saliva now. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for being on the show. I shake your hand, but you get drew. No, uh, yeah, nice contractor. I'm gonna show you for the deck. <laughs> yeah. There's another 50. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what do you got, Klaus? Can I plug my show this yeah, Thursday? Yeah, don't we have a show coming up? Big Comedy Walnut Street Cafe this Thursday. We have some of the best comics in, in Boston right now. There's a couple, I'm not going to name drop. We have some good guys. Come down there. Uh, check out Walnut Street Cafe. Beautiful. Nice. Is this Thursday? This Thursday, 8 o'clock. And do you have anything Friday? On Friday night, we're going to be at the Lynn Italian American Club. It's an open mic. So if you think you're funny, I'll do this. come down and we'll make fun of you. <laughs> Yeah, he come down and you money. Should, you should come down because it's not that club is the coolest thing. <coughs> I'm, I'm I know you've never been there. You've never been there yet. I'll be there. Bring down a hundred one dollar bills for this guy to come. Dress like a fucking woman and bring a fucking <laughs> stash of cash like this. Yeah, we could do that. Woman. That's actually a good. 
let's get that. Hey, going. I always love when you're on the show, Thank brother. You. It's the best. Glad to be here. Hey, just remember, if you love Mondays, you're winning. All right, Mondays on three. One, two, three. Monday.